is Shell Sorrow and this is Fire and Soul, a community where awakening leaders and truth seekers gather to unite in sovereignty in today's triggered world. Featuring courageous and compassionate conversations, Fire and Soul will help you reclaim sovereignty in life, love, and leadership. Let's listen, learn, and stand together as models for our new world, starting now. Hello, beautiful Fire and Soul community. Man, you are an incredible tribe. This is a rapidly growing community, and I'm so grateful and honored and privileged to get to share with you when you take the time to listen and uh, to give your most precious commodity known as attention. You know, it's just in such high demand these days, right? So I really thank you for being here. And if you've been tuning in for a while, because I know a lot of you are new to the show and gosh, we're on track to Forex the downloads this month, as opposed to before I started to share about my awakening journey and bringing on guests that are sharing the same and try to be as helpful and valuable to you in your process as we can so that you know you're not alone ever and we're going to talk about that in this uh, particular dose of fire and soul. But if you've been listening and you haven't gone over to Apple and left a review uh, and a rating, and if I've deserved it in your mind, a five star, I would be so deeply grateful. Here's why the algorithms work off of the reviews and the most recent reviews on Apple. So let's say that you've been listening to some podcasts. It's kind of like-minded, but you're looking for more. We'll all start to show up. This show will start to show up as a suggestion. If the reviews that are coming in are fresh and recent. And so there was one, I think that came in a couple of weeks ago, but I know that I have thousands and thousands of new listeners and you're going back and you're binging prior episodes. And it's just incredible that you're doing that. But if you haven't yet, if you'd be willing after this dose or even right now, pausing and literally taking two minutes just to honor me with a review, it would be so deeply appreciated. Another way in which we can engage as if you join my telegram community, it's called the awakened collective. I'll leave that link in the show notes, but if you're already on telegram, the awakened collective, it's a small, but beautiful community and it is growing. It's growing quite a bit right now. And, uh, and I get to share there a little deeper than I would share on like, let's say Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. Uh, but another place that you can still DM me. And I know quite a few of you have and do, and you share very, very, um, honest, vulnerable messages with me there about what you're going through or what you've been through. And even how certain episodes of this show have really helped you in your healing so that you know, you're not alone. Uh, you leave me DMS and that's Instagram. I'm at Michelle sorrow. It's pretty easy. Or if you prefer to email, you want a gold fashion and that's your jam. You like to write something out. Several of you have done that recently and you can reach me at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Just head on over there. It'll open up to my website and you can message me directly. Also, you can sign up uh, to get these uh, Fire and Soul episodes delivered right to your inbox every Monday. Uh, this is a beautiful community and I, I really intend to do some in-person retreats for fire and soul, uh, certainly a sovereign community, 
this year. We'll see. I, you know, it's hard to plan out much further than a few months, but there's some really beautiful, powerful and empowering concepts that are emerging and downloading through me right now, but I'm going to wait until it is complete so that I can share. And those will be some beautiful ways in which we can deepen and enrich this connection because there is just nothing better than connecting in person or at the very minimum connecting directly, right? One-on-one. So there's a lot of ways in which we can do that. And I hope that you take me up on any one of those. Seriously, if you're like, oh, she didn't really mean that, not me. Oh yes, you right here and right now, you listening. I'm so honored that you do. So we're already connected, right? And that's the thing about honoring the emergence. And I want to share about what I mean by that conceptually. Then I'm going to share a story about what happened today for me. And then I'm going to dovetail it into some questions that you can ask yourself about what this time might mean for you so that you can get present to the potency um, about the emergence for you because we all have our unique expressions. So conceptually, Honoring the emergence. What does that really mean for me in this moment? Well, I look at what we've just gone through. I mean, if you're listening to the show, then you are either at the very beginning of your awakening journey, or you've been awake for some time for me. Many of you know, I really uh, woke up in February 21. Yes, I had awakened to some degree, but I now fully realize we're all kind of at different levels, not meaning one's better or you know, worse or right or wrong, but there's, this is very complex and it's very dynamic and it's supposed to be confusing. So I woke up when I watched Plandemic 1 and Plandemic 2 in May and June of 2020. I knew not to get the shot. I knew where we could be headed with the digital, you know, chip and the global passports for the vaccines and all that. So I, I knew not to do that, but yet I wasn't awake to just the absolute lies, mind control and programming of mainstream media, legacy media. And I didn't know how deeply integrated, you know, the corruption was. I just didn't know until late February 21. So wherever you are on your journey, just beginning to get curious, been awake for decades um, or woke up like I did somewhere in the last year or two years. It's been steep. It's been profound. It's been messy as fuck. It's been painful. It's been confusing. It's been liberating. It's been all of the things, right? How can you even quantify? It's like how I try my best to come on the mic and share, but the, but the bottom line for the conception or the concept really of honoring the emergence is like what we just have awakened from the 3D reality, understanding that we have been programmed and mind controlled in this matrix environment and how completely enslaved we've been and are to to a large degree and understanding where humanity has an opportunity to ascend to. A lot of people call it the great awakening, the grand rising, the great ascension, right? There's all of that. But I don't think most of us are living there in that vibration and in that frequency at all times. So we're kind of in the middle. We're in the middle of what is oftentimes referred to in psychology as like the crazy eight. In the 3D, oh God, I'm getting activated and triggered and I'm riled up and I'm reacting, you know, out of the panic matrix collective frequency and then whoop. 
back to the other side. Oh, I'm in pure bliss and it's utopia. So it's kind of like this pendulum of dystopia, utopia, dystopia, utopia. And then how do we just kind of be in the center and get conscious to choose where am I going to put my attention and my energy today? So honoring the emergencies we have awakened, awakened from the 3D, but we're not quite in the 5D. We're sitting in the center. We don't want to be in the crazy eight, but yet we don't have a fucking playbook for this time. There's no blueprint or guidebook of how to navigate this. So honoring the emergence for me, what I really got present to this past couple of weeks as I've been deepening my connection with my A-team, and I talk about that here a lot, um, which are my angels and my guides, and they've been awaiting, they were awaiting me my entire life. I just didn't get present to it until basically November of 2021 when I had to first slay my own personal trauma matrix that we all create four, five, six years old. And then that develops into toxic patterns and paradigms and addictions and, you know, all the things, um, that have kept us really small and out of alignment of our true personal power, our God given sovereignty right? And then the decades go by and we think that's who it, that's who we are. It's an identity. It's a label and it just stacks and stacks and stacks. We get more evidence and we start to play out that role of that's just who I am. You know, it's just how I cope. It's how I numb. It's how I distract. I keep myself super busy or only if I make this much money, or if I have this social circle and I'm in this hierarchy or this particular status of life or tax bracket or zip code or the kind of car that I drive or whatever, all of the rules that are bullshit. So we're beginning to awaken from that enslavement. We understand that it comes down to our inner connection with God. And so as I've been deepening that, I'm realizing, oh my God, all the answers truly do lie within. And so the more that I get present to truly honoring the emergence of that, the awakening of the truth of who I really am, this divine soul that's not separate from all that is, all of the cosmos and the infinite universe and galaxy, that's interconnected in this frequency, then I can get present. And so can you, by the way, your divine team is awaiting you as well. All you have to do is just ask for their presence to be revealed. You can really do this. And if you're sincere, they will. And the first feeling that might come over you is just this feeling of that you are very, very loved and not alone. And you might feel this wave of relief. Okay, 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 right? You might feel that in a prayerful moment, in a moment of nature, in time of nature, or in meditation. Or for me, I really drop into the portal of all that divine consciousness through certain music. I have been curating a medicine playlist for a couple of years now, and I'll share it in the show notes. It's called my medicine playlist and it's really beautiful music. There's even a Ram Dass speech over East forest music. And then the sound of the grandfather fire, which is something it's a tool, um, and a practice in the world of plant medicine, the wisdom of the grandfather fire. So it's crackling while Ram Dass is speaking with East forest music and, and John Hopkins music in the background. And it's called sit around the fire. You know what? I'm going to also leave that. It's like eight minutes of just 
pure and utter truth. I listen to it probably every night, sometimes two, three times on repeat, because it just reminds me to come back to the present moment, to tune into my nervous system, into the privacy of my own heart, and to enter into the realm of that inner connection. You might call it God, Christ consciousness, divine love, divine unity. Whatever that is for you, that is where our true power resides. And if in the center, well, this wouldn't happen in the center of the crazy eight, you'd actually be to the left. If you're looking at this from the 3D to the left, if you're getting activated and triggered deeply by what's happening in the headlines, whether it's what's happening in Ukraine and with Russia or in Canada or gosh, all the latest headlines around this impending global financial crisis or the next, you know, stage in the great reset or whatever it is, whatever you're tuning into and you're noticing that you're getting so activated and riled up with reaction. That right there is an opportunity for you to look at what's emerging to break free from a 3D duality reality that doesn't understand that everything that's happening is for the consciousness evolution of all, not just my life, not just your life, but for the good and best and highest of all. And it is sad when we look at it from the 3D perspective, and it is unfair. But if you're feeling all that and really deeply activated, then you're no longer in that state of honoring that this is necessary. It's a needed time. It must happen. And it is happening because it's supposed to be happening or otherwise it wouldn't be happening. That's a really powerful teaching from Byron Katie. She says, when you argue with reality, that is the absolute definition of insanity. And that gets pretty tricky when we look at what's happening, right? We want to fight it. We want to battle it. We want to stand up against it. But even if we stand up against it, specific, specifically like, let's say, Ukraine and Russia, then you're kind of looking at something that really is nonsensical. It's illogical because the globalists, let's just say to give a metaphor, let's say they own two soccer teams. Well, it doesn't matter who wins the game or the championship because they own both teams, right? So when you really can scan out from that perspective, then you can start to see, okay, hold up. This now makes sense from that perspective, but how can I be in this time and how can I honor what's actually coming through? So the more triggered that you get from the 3D is an opportunity for you to see what needs to dissolve. You're in the fire of the undoing, the unknown, the grief, rage, and fear that I definitely experience too, because we're all so fucking human as we're trying to experience this spiritual revolution that humanity on a deep level, the soul of humanity is fighting for right now. So how can you be in that energy where there's actually no fight? It's, it's about alignment, aligning with love and light and unity against all pressure, no matter what. So that means when you catch the activation in real time, you take a breath and you come back to this now moment and you get as present as you possibly can. And you get conscious to thank you for showing me that reaction. Thank you for showing me that trigger. I choose sovereignty.
I choose to be in the now moment because that's all we have. That's it. That is the gateway to the ascension. If we are blessed and privileged to get to experience that in a manifestation of the utopia that we all hope and pray for in our lifetime. I actually really do believe that that's possible. I believe with unwavering faith. What I don't know is will that happen in my lifetime? But what I know is that I'm committed to the evolution of humanity. So it's my role to be as present as possible in aiding in that evolution of the frequency, because I know that if everything is interconnected, then when I choose love and when I choose peace and when I choose compassion and when I choose forgiveness, no matter what, instead of judgment and division and separation that is so fucking seductive to point a finger and blame and shame and say, you're wrong, you're bad, you're stupid, you're asleep, then I'm now contributing to the fear matrix. But when I choose sovereignty and when I choose grace and when I choose to look at this from the benevolence point of view of utopia and that everything is in divine unfoldment, then I'm contributing to the new earth frequency. And you can do that too. And when I forget or when I need help or when I want to express gratitude for the remembrance, that's when I go to my A-team, my divine alliance, my angels and my guides and my ascended masters that have been awaiting me and are always awaiting me and with me in every moment so I never feel alone and neither will you the moment that you choose to get conscious to that. They're there. And you may have the archangels or whomever it is, Mother Mary, Christ consciousness. I mean, there's just so many incredible stories that I just believe in. Why not? Why not? Okay, back to today's little story. So I woke up thinking I was going to do a hike. I've been spending so much time in nature that really helps me plug in. Oftentimes I put my hands in nature. I'm hugging trees. I'm attuning to the birds. I'm looking at the clouds. I'm connecting with the sun, the very source of all sustenance, right? The divine energy for this entire planet and the, the beginning parts of our galaxy. I mean, come on. So a deep reverence for Mother Earth. I've been doing this so regularly and this is what fuels me. It's what allows me to stay less in the 3D and more in at the very minimum, the center of that crazy eight, but with an awareness of where I really want to go and where I'm being pulled. And so I get conscious to remembering that. And then I get to contribute to the utopia versus being a chronic pattern of the old matrix and programming of the 3D dystopia, right? Okay. So I woke up, going to go do a hike. But then I see something on Dr. Robert Malone's Instagram, no, um, Telegram channel that he's going to be in Santa Barbara, which apparently was his hometown, uh, and offering up a speech alongside Jimmy Levy and High Res and some other incredible speakers. And I just thought, you know what? Wow. I think I'll just drive to Santa Barbara and go do that. And that was an interesting thing for me because I've always thought of Santa Barbara these past two years as a lot like Santa Monica, which is why I left Santa Monica for many reasons, but one of which was because it was like 95% double jabbed and boosted and very, very, very much in line with the 3D programming, right? So as I was waking up, that was no longer an option for me to stay in that frequency I left, despite the fact that I had just recently remodeled my apartment to the tune of $50,000, new kitchen, new bathroom, custom everything. But when I was done and after I had awakened to that vibration that was no longer in alignment, I couldn't stay one moment more. You couldn't have paid me $10 million to stay. 
Okay. So that was part of why I left amongst many, many other reasons. But I thought of Santa Barbara that way. So when this event was being advertised, it's free. It's a peaceful protest. And it was in Santa Barbara. I was like, huh, that's interesting. You mean my tribe, my community, my like-minded awakening, you know, um, group is also going to gather for this there. Okay. That's worth a drive. So I get there and I park and it's already feeling really festive. There's several hundred people that have arrived. There's booths, there's a stage, there's music, uh, there's families. And I'm just, there's signs, you know, and flags of, we will not comply, do not comply. And I'm like, united we stand. And I'm like, yes, these are my people. And I just get emotional because I hadn't attended anything like that. And so I, you know, find my little spot and I'm getting excited. And, and then, you know, the first speaker hadn't come out yet. I got there a little early and I went backstage actually. And I asked the security for the event, um, could I possibly take a quick photo with Dr. Robert Malone? And many of you may be familiar with him. He was the chief architect behind the mRNA, uh, gene therapy technology, uh, that is used in the COVID-19 vaccine. A lot of you may be familiar with him as the uh, guy who broke the internet with the Joe Rogan podcast episode that came out in late December, where he spoke about, uh, mass formation. He actually called it mass formation psychosis. It was a bit of a hybrid. And, you know, I brought the clinical psychiatrist, Dr. Mark. Um, oh my God. What was his last name? McDonald. There we go. Onto this show. Um, maybe six, seven weeks back, he had coined the phrase mass delusional psychosis. Professor, uh, Matthias Desmond had studied, um, uh, in his clinical psychology uh, research, mass formation. So as Dr. Robert Malone was trying to remember the term, he, he made a bit of a hybrid. Nevertheless, it broke the internet. I mean, 50 million people went to the Google search bar and typed in what he used as the hybrid term at that time because he, he didn't have that clarity in that moment as he was riffing off the cuff, uh, mass formation psychosis. And then Google changed, you know, the definition and all of the censoring and it just really clamped down from there as you all are probably aware. But still to this date, that's the highest download of any episode on any podcast to date. And so I was like, you know, this guy is a true hero. He's also double vaxxed, by the way. His wife is double vaxxed and his children are double vaxxed. So he thought he was doing the right thing. He stood by vaccines. He studied and developed vaccines his entire adult life. Uh, and so, you know, to say that he is a hero in this war is an understatement. And he is a peaceful, spiritual warrior as well. He is so kind. He is so benevolent. He's so brave and he's lost everything. He is on purpose like nobody's business. I had to go see him. I was being magnetized to just go listen to him live and just soak that up. And so I go backstage. It's just like a dome, you know, it's all open and no one else was trying it. And I was like, well, let me just see. I could see him. He was 20 feet away. So I asked the security if I could take a quick photo. And he's like, oh, we're not really allowed. And I'm like are you sure you can't just make this one exception? And he's like, okay, come on. Don't tell anyone I told you it was okay. So I go back and I'm literally now like eight feet from, from Dr. Malone. And I can see him talking to another speaker. And I hear him say, I'm just so exhausted. I'm just so exhausted. You know, he's out there every weekend protesting, speaking. He's on every platform that will allow him, right? Thank gosh, 
he thank God he's getting time on Fox a lot of time. Tucker Carlson has him on a lot and Fox actually is starting to share the other side of the narrative, unlike any of the other legacy mainstream media channels, although I still don't trust anything, but he is speaking truth when he goes on that platform. So you have to give credit where credit is due. But still, this guy, you know, I mean, he's got to provide for his family. He lives in Virginia. He's on a plane like every other day. He's traveling internationally and in different states virtually every weekend. And he flew to California to speak at this event. They don't get paid for this. There's no notoriety for this, right? This is a small group. There was a few hundred of us that had arrived. But the reason why he wanted to be there is because apparently he went to City Col- Santa Barbara City College. And this was uh, an event called Stand Up. And it was really to defeat the mandates that City College was imposing. Even if you teach or take classes remotely, you're required even now. To be double vaxxed and boosted, you have to be up to date. And because at the time when he enrolled in City College, he was a construction worker. He was in his early 20s. He hadn't gone to college. And he thought that was his life. He had already fallen in love with his wife. Still, to this day, Jill, they met in high school. He was from the Santa Barbara area. And a beautiful love story, by the way. She was a waitress. He was in construction. And they thought that was their life. And then he just kind of got this hit of like, you know what? I'm going to change my destiny. And this is a story that he shared today that I hadn't heard. And so he enrolled in City College. And unbeknownst to him, he took a liking to studying biology and medicine. And he got straight A's. And next thing you knew, you know, he was in... Uh, he got a he got a full ride scholarship to to uh, st- study his PhD. Anyway, beautiful man, beautiful soul. But so, as I hear him share that he was exhausted, I was just like, you know what? Because I wanted to meet him to ask him to be on this show. That was the whole point, is to ask him to be on this show. And I just was like, you know what? I'm not even going to ask for a photo. I'm not, it's just like, none of that felt right. Plus his own personal security detail came up and she's like, she's like, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And I'm like, oh, but I was just given permission. She's like, right. He's nice. I'm not. And I was like, no problem. <laughs> but as I walked away, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed, but I, I really, what's, what came over me was, you know what? Dr. Malone is so fucking nice. He probably would have said yes. And I would have obligated him to yet another thing to give his time to. That man is exhausted. <sighs> so many incredible people working their asses off for us to get information for us to hold the line for us to stay strong have you ever stopped to just like pour your energy your love and your light and your gratitude to them that's how I felt walking away I was just like I heard him say you know in a private conversation I'm just exhausted And his shoulders were slumped over. And and to to know that he has to have, you know, I knew that he had had to hire security detail. This woman was not messing around. I was like, oh, man, she could probably, like, kill me, like, with her hand, you know. And obviously, I was very kind and super perceptive to the rules of the game. I was like, no problem. But I just got so present to just the gravity of what these war heroes do on our behalf. How brave. You know, sometimes I think about how fucking brave I 
have had to be and how strong I've had to be to come out on this show. I never wanted to just felt like I had to. And I'm like, man, this is nothing. It's nothing compared to the ridicule, the shame, the, the lies, the corruption, the ostracization, just yeah. Massive, massive, profound gratitude. They work so hard for us. So send your love, send your gratitude, hold them in your heart, right? Like send your prayers that they stay safe, that they stay alive. You know, I mean, so many assassination attempts from so many of these people that are just doing everything they can to serve us from their very, very highest. I don't think it's going to get much better anytime soon. So we must stay strong. So as I walked away though, then what I got present to is, um, you know, I just really wanted to soak up the energy of being in a like-minded community. And then High res sang. Jimmy Levy actually wasn't there. I, I guess he got really sick yesterday. So High res sings, you know, a few of their very, very popular songs. Um, we will not comply. You know, that one, uh, Breaking the Matrix. Uh, I think it's just called The Matrix and a few other very, very popular songs. And then they, sh you know, he shared his personal story about, you know, how it was just God's grace that, you know, he and Jimmy didn't go into the Hollywood route. That was their jam. That's what the, their dream. And that would be serving Satan in their words. And now they are serving the light and, you know, and it's, it's with great cost. It's with great sacrifice. And so even that we listen to these songs and we get pumped up, but it's like, have we ever expressed our reverence and our gratitude and our profound thanks? That's what I got really present to so it continues a few more speakers share and obviously dr robert malone is the keynote so they're going to wait until he's last but i noticed he was the first guy there he was the first one behind the scenes you know um backstage and um and so he was sharing his story about how he came and he had to take a stand and that's what i wanted to share um for the mandates and he's like but i want you to know you know i have deep gratitude for santa barbara city college my life turned around because it's because of Santa Barbara City College, they don't know any better. Or if they do, you know, I also understand that this is so deep. There's so much, re there's so many repercussions for those who stand up, stand out, speak out. Like he just said, what he's asking all of us to do right now is to hold everybody that we think is in opposition, that the oppressors, the globalists, the elite, all of that, to hold them in our hearts with compassion and forgiveness. And of course, if we can do that on the macro, then we can really do that on our immediate family and friends and social circles. And then where I took it was, can I do that with myself? When I get into reactive state, into the 3D, and when I can really honor the emergence of what wants to come through, which is this benevolent, all-loving, all-knowing awareness that everything is interconnected, that's the emergence. It's the truth of who we really are, not this human, but this beautiful divine soul in this one life, <laughs> supremely, you know, uh, led to this moment and possibly even chose it. That's what I believe, right? So we chose it. But as the day continued, I also got present to just how sad this time is. And I'd never been to one of those things. I, you know, there've been quite a few in LA and obviously all over the nation and world. And I see them and I champion for them. And I just thank God for the protests. 
but I got really sad because it's just like, wow, all these people that are here still represents this tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of the population in Santa Barbara, this tiny, 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 tiny fraction of, you know, California and then the States and then the world. And I know it's still really potent and I still, I know it's really important, but I just got deeply human in that morning and I got really, really sad to that. It's like, man, is this really possible? Can we really prevail? You know, this thing looks like it's going direct right now and they've got their shot and they're getting desperate, the globalists, and they're in panic mode as well. And there ain't nothing stopping them. The train is moving and they're heading full steam ahead. And so it can feel pointless. You can feel defeated. You can feel like it's futile. That helpless energy that's full on fucking 3D. So I got present to that. So I was on this beautiful roller coaster of just the tapestry of emotions of crazy eight, dystopia, utopia, dystopia, utopia, coming back to center. Okay. What do you want to choose? So one of the things that I got present to was, I don't think I want to go to protest. I don't think that's my jam. I do better when I can actually contribute in a really personal, intimate way, either small groups, like through the sacred ceremony that I'm going to do in a couple of weeks and really, you know, going into the quantum realm and I'll believe me, I'm going to see it all, feel it all, experience it all in what I believe is the real reality of the 5D. This is all made up illusion, you know, that we're living in right now, but still we've got to do it because we're human. And so I'll come back and share that experience. But I know that it's really potent when I get conscious to this now moment. So honoring my own emergence is this question that keeps coming up for me, right? Because my business is shifting. I don't know where I'm going to be living yet. I've lost 25 pounds. I'm not drinking my, you know, most of my, my friends, I'm really grateful to say are completely intact, jab, not jab. Like there's such a beautiful love and connection that has always been the most important thing to me versus the content. And I've shared about that here a lot. And I cannot say that enough. Focus on the connection versus the content. If this is someone that you love, but then do yourself a favor and do not gossip about them behind their back while they're asleep, but Hey, I've known them for a long time or Hey, I can't disrupt that community because it's where my kids go to school or it's work related. Like just really honor it with high fucking integrity. Okay. That's where you get to do your own real deep inner work here. How integrity, how in integrity are you? How in alignment are you? Can you start to have compassion for all. You know, another thing that Dr. Robert Malone said that just made me just love him even more. There was somebody who was walking around. It was a young guy, maybe mid twenties. And I can't remember his name for the life of me. He was walking around and he was handing out this uh, document and it was all of the ways in which it was discrediting Dr. Malone. And he, he handed it out to virtually everyone and it even made its way obviously to backstage. So then Dr. Malone saw it and he spoke on the stage right to this guy. And he's like, I can't remember the name, but let's just say it was like Justin James. Okay. And he says, Justin James, I know that you think you're doing the right thing. And I also know that you're just a little confused. Because if you knew what we're here for and what we're fighting for and how we're fighting for you, you wouldn't be doing that. But in the meantime, I want you to know that I hold you in compassion and I hold you in my heart. And what I'm asking everyone to do here is to send him love. I mean, how benevolent and beautiful is that? 
The guy who's lost everything, who could be angry, who's had his life threatened on multiple occasions, who's had to hire 24-7 security detail. <laughs> yeah. And we're afraid to speak out in conversation next to someone at a dinner table at a public restaurant. Are you kidding me right now? Is it time to stand up yourself? Is it time to speak out? I don't know. I will leave that for you. But if you are afraid of losing something that you have in the 3D, maybe this is your moment to honor the fucking emergence because you didn't wake up by mistake. Now, I'm not asking you to do that or demanding that you do that, but I'm just, I'm just asking, is that something for you? The way that I said that right now is something that I learned through NLP and Tony Robbins and some other really amazing coaches where it's like a pattern interrupt. You have to say it in a certain way so that your nervous system and your unconscious can hear it, right? It's like a trigger and a pattern interrupt. They're like, whoa, whoa. And so maybe that was for you. I don't know. But what I know is that what I keep waking up to as I'm aware that nothing is the same, everything is different. And you know, I went through a, an absolute nervous breakdown, PTSD, after I really woke up in August after that flower, money, uh, flower medicine ceremony that I did. And then I moved and didn't go back and didn't know that I wasn't going to go back and all those things, right? And then came out on this podcast and everything has shifted, everything on the inside. Nothing is the same. Didn't know how to navigate in the world. Didn't know how to have conversations in real life, much less on social. Didn't show up on this podcast for two full months because I didn't know what to say. I was mute. Didn't drive my car for a few months except to take my pup to the park. Like if I didn't know how to be because I was, I was rebirthing. And I'm going to share about that story actually in a future episode. And it happened to that flower ceremony retreat. I just don't want to go into it because it's a very... Um, it's a beautiful story. It's a potent story, but for another time, I will come back to that. Okay. But this thing that I've been feeling is this emergence that's coming through and you might be feeling it too. It's like the power and the truth of who you really are. And as I chose my one word intention for 2022, it was awakening. Some of you know that, especially if you listen to recent episodes or the first episode of this year called this one question will change your entire life. I shared about how my one word intention for 21 was curiosity. Holy shit. That changed my life. I was down the red pill rabbit hole by February and then my entire life completely turned upside down, inside out in the best possible way, as painful as it has been. I wouldn't change it for anything. And I'm sure you wouldn't either. It's beautiful to be on the other side of the illusion. It's beautiful, but it takes great responsibility and righteous discernment. So here you are still trying to play it safe in the old 3D. And I was doing a little bit of that too. And I was like kind of trying to figure out how I could rig the system and adapt, right? Okay. If I'm, if I'm really tuning in with my angels and my guides and I'm doing all my deep prayerful work and I'm really cultivate these, cultivating this interconnection with source, with God for the first time for real. And it's sustainable. It feels so beautiful and divine for the most part. I feel expansive and good and energy is loving and peaceful and joyful. And I've got that, that, that feeling of God's within me and I'm radiating that out everywhere I go, but yet I'm still trying to hold on to some of the old constructs that my friends, 
the relationships, the patterns, the behaviors, the old paradigms that are outdated from the 3D is an opportunity for us to look at what is birthing through us. Why did you wake up? So here's the questions. So as I'm experiencing this emergent coming, emergence coming through, mine's beginning to come into focus. I'm beginning to get a sense of what's next for like business and where I'll move and where is this all going? It's never going to be complete or finished, but what's the next step in the evolution of my journey? And for each one of us, it's going to be a unique expression, but make no mistake. It's there and it's it's awaiting your attention. It's awaiting your reverence, this emergence, this power, this sovereignty, whatever that might be for you. So some questions to ask after you know, okay, I've, I've awakened. I see life for what it is. I'm choosing to, to understand that and to be brave and courageous as fuck. I'm just cussing a lot because it's strong, beautiful energy, but I also know what's required in this responsibility. You didn't wake up by mistake. So the questions that you could possibly ask, what is emerging through me in this time? What about this emergence is here to serve? <laughs> my purpose that is evolving on this planet at this time. And a final question, and these are all to be, you need to sit with these and to really marinate and to get quiet and present to the answers that will come up if you listen in the privacy of your own heart. Is who is emerging? See, it's not going to be your personality. It's not going to be the fact that I'm a white woman named Michelle living in California with my past. It is so much bigger than that. And when we can recognize that we are not our personalities, our past, our behavior, our accolades, our achievements, the money in the bank, the car that we drive, all the things that we talked about earlier. When you can understand the truth and the power of who you really are, then it makes this time be a lot more fun and certainly interesting and that much more doable. And then my friends, then you get in the tapestry of the 5D. You're no longer in the pendulum of the dystopia, utopia, madness of the crazy eight. And you get to have these extended states of awareness of the truth of who you are and you can feel it. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you feel so unalone. You know, you're divinely supported, protected, and guided at all times for the highest and best for your soul's evolution. That is a beautiful, important contribution to the evolution of humanity. There's so much power in the honoring of the emergence, but it's up to you to get really quiet and ask, what is this for? What is the fire in this undoing? What is the gift in this unknown, this uncertainty that feels so fucking scary? And I'm in such deep activation and rage and triggers all the time. You don't have to be. You can live in this vibration of love and harmony and unity like Dr. Robert Malone exhibited so gracefully, exhausted, flown across the country to speak up for free to a few hundred people 
Come on. <laughs> what a privilege and honor to see him, to witness that. There was no mistake that I heard that. To understand that he's being, can you imagine how much he's being pulled on and demanded and being asked? And he's so nice. That this is, this is why he says yes. And I, I knew he would say yes. I knew that as soon as I take my photo with him, I could express my profound gratitude for how he's helped me. And then I would ask him to be on my show. And because his friends, Dr. Joseph Mercola and Dave Asprey and Dr. Mark McDonald have been on the show, I just knew with every fiber of my being that I would get a yes when I didn't know, but I just thought I would get a yes. Not because I'm so special, but because he's a good guy. He's a kind guy and he wants to say yes and he wants to serve clearly. But I was supposed to hear him say that. So that I could understand the deep honoring of his emergence. His life took a 182. Yours has taken one, a 180. What are you going to do with that? When are you going to get present to the why and to the power of who you really are when you choose to step into it and to honor it? So those are the questions. That's the homework assignment from this special dose of fire and soul. This is your medicine, my friend. This is your medicine and your potency and your sovereignty to serve. And it's going to be unique for you. And if you'd like to share it with me, by all means, DM me on Instagram, join the Awaken Collective channel, message me at the, at uh, fireandsoulpodcast.com. You can email me. And for the love of God, if you've gotten any value from this conversation, please, please, please leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd be so deeply grateful. I serve you. I don't know if you know this, but this podcast is not cheap. I pay money to have it produced, to have it edited, to share real when appropriate, to have it put on the different platforms, to have the show notes and the description written, to give my time to not only hop on the mic, which feels like my calling. It's the only place that I'm fully, wholly embodied to be myself. And I'm going to get braver and braver to do it anywhere and everywhere I can against all cost. Because if Dr. Robert Malone can do it, I can do it. And maybe you can do it. And I don't know what that will mean for you. But I honor that part of your journey when you get radically honest with yourself. And you're willing to let go of the old paradigm of the 3D that you no longer fit in, but you're still trying to be in, right? Because it's comfortable, it's known. But you're emerging, you've awakened. And there's so much more on the other side and you get to contribute to the beautiful evolution of humanity in the history of our time. That is so beautiful. That's what I want to be a part of. And that's why I ask if you've gotten any value from what I do here, please leave a review. I know I've asked at least three times. That's how important it is. And I thank you very much in advance. I love you. I'm here for you. If you need me, reach out. I will respond. I always do. I've heard from many, many, many of you. And many of you are even in the podcast accelerator. I love you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. 
And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.